Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Stephen Lawson, president of One Passion Ministries. And four times a week, I teach through a portion of scripture to encourage you in your Christian walk. Join me now for this brief devotion in God's word. Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined by Kent Stainback. Kent, give me give me five here real quick, okay? Steve, you hit too hard. <laughs> I hear that a lot. And uh, we're coming to you from Herb's House Coffee here in Dallas, Texas. It's where we do our men's Bible study. It's where we do Steadfast Hope. I preach across the street at Trinity Bible Church. Come be a part of, of what God's doing here. Uh, we, we have a daily devotion. We call it Steadfast Hope. And today, we are in Ephesians 6, verse 18. The title of this is praying, or excuse me, pray at all times. Pray at all times. And this comes immediately after the section on putting on the full armor of God in spiritual warfare, Kent. Mm. And given the context of verse 18, I think it can be argued that this is a part of our spiritual warfare, is to be in prayer. Because prayer is, is, is what gets us in touch with God, and the battle belongs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And God is greater than the devil. He, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world, 1 John 4, 4. And so verse 18 says, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert. With all perseverance and petition, for all the saints. Kent, this is obviously talking about prayer. And to carry out this metaphor of spiritual warfare, it really is that we fight this battle on our knees, that we get on our knees and pray to the Lord as we have the full armor of God on. And this is a real aspect of, of really living in this fallen world and living a victorious Christian life, victory over uh, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And so he says, with all prayer and petition, and there's some small distinctions between these words prayer and petition, and and prayer could probably be referred to as general requests here, and petition, more specific requests. And I think as we pray, we we do pray that way. Sometimes we, we have more broad uh, brushstroke requests, and other times they're very specific, and that's what Paul is saying here. He says to pray at all times, <clears throat> and that gives, I think, the idea uh, to pray as you begin the day, uh, to pray as you walk through the day, to pray as you conclude the day, that you're always in a spirit of prayer. Sometimes these prayers are formal and and verbalized. Other times they're informal and merely silent prayers that that we offer to the Lord, even while we're talking to someone or while we're listening to them. But we are to pray at at all times. Uh, We are to pray when we feel our need for Him. We are to pray when maybe we don't feel our need for Him. We're to pray in good times. We're to pray in bad times. Uh, we, we are to pray um, just constantly, and it, and it speaks of our ongoing reliance upon the Lord that, that needs to be expressed to Him, and He says to pray in the Spirit, and that's very important. 
to pray in the Spirit means to be to, to pray as the Spirit guides us to pray and directs us to pray, that we would pray in the with the endurance and and perseverance that the Spirit gives us to pray, uh, to be able to have tenacity in prayer and not to give up in prayer. That's the idea of praying in the Spirit. And he then says, and with this in view, be on the alert. And again, I think that harkens back to the previous verses about spiritual warfare and, and the advancement of the evil one who prowls about like a roaring lion. We, we, we've got to, we can't be asleep. Uh, we, we've got to be uh, in a state of readiness and on the alert. And he says, with all perseverance. And the idea there is to never stop praying. To, to, and, and, and so many times, we don't immediately see the answer to our prayer. Well, we shouldn't give up. We should, you know, keep on knocking and keep on seeking and keep on asking uh, the Lord until we kind of break through and, and the Lord um, answers that prayer. And as far as we see the visible answer of it, and then he adds, I mean, this is quite a verse. He goes for all the saints. Hmm. Well, obviously, we, we, we can't pray for every single Christian on planet Earth. And we, we don't even know for certain that everyone in church is a saint or knows the Lord. But I think the idea here is the Holy Spirit brings certain people to our mind and places them on our heart. And we feel a tug from the Holy Spirit to pray uh, specifically for certain individuals and at that moment and it's the spirit that is is directing us to, to be in prayer for others, and so can't like I can't pray for every Christian in Dallas. I don't even know every Christian in Dallas, but there are people God brings across my path, and they will say, "Even uh, would you pray for me?" And I I need to be very uh, quick to to pray for them, and and for the Holy Spirit to even at times bring them back to, to the forefront of my, my mind uh, later in the day, later in the week, on down the path to, to keep praying for them. So what we see here is how integral prayer is in spiritual warfare and in living a, a dynamic Christian life. So, Kent, let, let, let's talk about this. Well, I'm going to ask a question that I, I think some of our listeners are, are maybe thinking or have thought mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. wondered. And it is that if if we believe that God has ordained everything, yeah, <laughs> uh, he's providentially laid everything out that's going to happen, there's no maverick molecule, uh, then there can be the thought, well, why pray? Yeah. Why pray if it's already all laid out? Yeah. If God's going to handle it and do everything, why do we need to pray? Okay, Kent, you ask the best questions always. Well, the answer to that is very simply a couple things. Number one, God has commanded that we pray. Okay. So whether that fits in your understanding of how this all works out or not, you don't want to live in disobedience to God. Mm -hmm. What is crystal clear 
is that we are commanded to pray. And so if for no other reason we should pray is because the Lord has told us to pray, whether we understand how this all fits together or, or not. The second thing that we would say is that God is a prayer-hearing God and a prayer-answering God. And there is a direct cause and effect mm -hmm. between our praying and God hearing and answering those prayers. And we have examples of that in the Scripture. We have examples of that in, in our own lives. The third thing that I would say is, is not only has God appointed the end of all things by His sovereignty, which He has, but He's also appointed the means to the accomplishment of those ends. And one of the most important means to accomplish those ends is prayer. Wow, that's right. And so God has foreordained that I would pray. He has predetermined that I would be on my knees. And sometimes God has to drop me onto my wow. knees by bringing a trial into my life to make me more aware of my, my weakness. But Kent, that, that, that is a great question. I'll add a fourth one very quickly, sure. which is the greatest example of prayer in the entire Bible is the earthly life of Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was continually yeah. withdrawing to be alone with the Father to pray, and so if you want to be like the Lord Jesus Christ, which is at the heart of every Christian, then that necessitates that we follow his example in prayer, and he's even taught us how to pray in the Lord's model prayer in the, uh, Matthew chapter 6, I think it's like verse 9 through 14, and then his own prayer in John chapter 17, an entire chapter in the Bible our Lord's high priestly prayer. Mm -hmm. And so his whole earthly life as he lived here was one of dependence upon the wow. Father in prayer. In an argument from the greater to the lesser, if Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, was dependent upon the Father in prayer during his time here on the earth, then how much more so must you and I be dependent upon the Lord in prayer. So we, for all the reasons that I just gave, and there are even more that we could give, but we'll, we'll stop with those four. We need to always, always be, in prayer. be in prayer at all times. So, so for example, what you're saying, the Bible teaches, when I came to Christ at 10 years old, I got a letter from my grandmother saying she was praying for me. God used those prayers as a means Absolutely. Where he had ordained that I would come to him. Yes. So, but what's amazing is what you're saying is, is that as God ordains all this, part of his, what he ordains are the causalities of our yes. prayer. Yes. That, that this would come to pass. Yes. Yes. And think about the joy. It's amazing. The joy for your grandmother. Yes. To know, to that, know that she that. was able to partner with God and his eternal purposes in prayer, and that really would be a fifth reason to pray, is that what joy it brings to us when we see our prayers So do answered. you think God puts in our hearts and our minds things we need to pray for? Yes. Because he's using those prayers. Yes, absolutely. That's, That's part cute. of the ministry of the Holy That's Spirit. Cute. Yeah, the Holy Spirit burdening our heart yeah. and soul in, in, in prayer. 
And Ken, sometimes, you know, we pray before uh, the church service, the, the elders' prayer time, and you or one of the other men will pray, and it just like strikes my heart. Like that prayer request is so on target. And like it, it builds up my anticipation that, yes, the Lord is with us today, and the Lord is going to answer this prayer in ways that we might not even be aware of at this yeah. moment. Yeah. That's awesome. It is awesome. And prayer is a privilege, and it is afforded to us as believers in Jesus Christ to come before the throne of grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and to bring our petitions to the Lord. Well, whatever it is that's burdening your heart today, I want to encourage you to be in prayer and to bring your request to the Lord and be assured the Lord hears your prayers and he answers those prayers according to his perfect wisdom. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Steadfast Hope. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Steadfast Hope. If this was helpful to your Christian walk, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. And if you want to connect on social media, I can be found at Dr. Stephen J. Lawson or at One Passion Ministries. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Steadfast Hope.